Hi, I'm Rudy. And I'm Thomas. We're from Hispanic. And you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andres Jones. Yes, you are. <laughs> Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Questions to the songs which we will randomly select Here with the help of our friend Synchronicity And now it's time for the Radio 8 Ball Show Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Unison Music Studios in Toluca Lake, California. It's not Toluca Lake, it's North Hollywood. <laughs> Sorry, North Hollywood, California, with our musical guest, Pete Molinari. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Pete. It's good to be here. I should you, say Andras. welcome back. To uh, Radio 8 Ball, you were a guest on Miranda Lee Richards' episode, which is what uh, I was. That's where I find Indeed. my best guest is introduced to me by my other guests. Who knows? Maybe that'll happen happens. with some of the guests that you bring in today. Who knows? That could happen. And Indeed. we are not recording at Starburns Industries. This is our Independence Day. This is actually coming out on July 4th, which I find kind of fun because you are. British. Yeah, you're from our <laughs> former overlords. We are your current collaborators in I was a chat, global mischief. Chat you kicked out and got rid of. Oh well, you're welcome back. <laughs> you're welcome back. back. This yeah. is a it's a declaration of interdependence. Indeed, we count on each other, and we're here in this fabulous studio. We uh, we may get into why we're not at Starburns right now, but uh, we're not going to start there. But we are in this fabulous, fabulous studio with our friend who's joining us here. He is the impresario of this studio. He is the one who is decked it out in all these really cool posters that you'll see when you look at the pictures. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Bruce Whitkin. Nice to meet you. Well, nice to meet you too, Bruce, and thanks for having us here. No worries. Now, you and Pete, well, I'm going to get into a little bit of the business and we'll talk a little bit, bit about how you all are related. So, Pete, you've got some amazing guests who are going to be joining us. I'm not yeah. going to announce them all because people can just look at them and they're in the show notes. You can mm -hmm. see. But uh, I'm excited about them. You move in, you swim in some deep waters. I'm very excited yeah. about this. And you have eight songs on the board that are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations that are going yeah. to be chosen either by spinning the wheel of eight, picking mm -hmm. a radio eight card, or flipping the radio eight coin. And now, would you mind playing a little bit of something on your guitar while I read sure. your song titles? All right. Song number one, Waiting for a Train. Song number two, Born to be Blue. Song number three, No Ordinary Girl. Song number four, Color My Love. Song number five, Goodbye Baby Jane. Song number six, I'll Take You There. Song number seven, Satisfy Me. And song number eight, Absolute Zero. That was perfect timing on the absolute zero note. And that will be the oracle fodder Come for on, our Bruce. shows. That was Bruce Whitkin, 
playing on a little bit of piano there to back up. That it's was a little orchestra that oh, we have going. I love going it. To, I love yeah, it. This yeah. is the, impro- the improvisation is already kicking in. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited about it. So, yeah. So those are going to be the Oracle fodder. Oh, you know, and I'm going to have to cut out this little bit of a brain fart. I didn't have you write down your question for the Pop Oracle. I, I need a question. Yeah, we have to have you ask a, your question is answered by the last song on the board. So, okay. uh, do you have a piece of paper and a pen, Bruce? All right. Sorry to put you, that's, it's in the email, nobody reads it, and yeah. then it comes Damn. up in the show. When do, when do I need to do that? It'll be answered by the last song on the board, so we just need to have you write it down All right, right now. cool. What, what am I going to ask? Yes. Think of that. It's coming out July 4th. Yeah. So think of, oh, well, this, your question will come out actually on July 12th. Yeah. July 12th. All right. The Oracle question. The Oracle question. And then I'm going to pretend like you just handed it to me right after I said that. And uh, before we get to my question, I want to get your question. Pete, you wrote it down on a piece of paper. All you paper fetishists, gather around the speakers. This is the moment you wait for. Yeah. That's his question. It is going to be unveiled at the end of the show. That will be answered by the last song on the board. We're going to have six questions after this. But we start off with my question. And I'm going to get into it in just a second. But first, I wanted to set the scene here a little bit. Like I said, we're here at, uh, say the name of the studio. Unison again? Music. Unison. Why can't I say it in it's unison okay. with you? I can't get in unison. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unison. <laughs> and the harmony going there. And we, you know, you, we landed here. Uh, we didn't even know we were going to be here until yesterday. You, uh, I, you got a... Not a panicked call. You didn't. If I was kind of doing, panicked. if I was kind doing my job, yeah. it was not too panicked. But it was a last-minute call, and you gave a you gave a, a a wayward synchronicity shaman a port in the storm, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very grateful for it. And I'm also excited because it's not very often that I get to record a pop oracle session in the place where the person who makes the music oh, right. has so, created it with yeah. their collaborator so i'm that's from a sacred that's space good. kind of standpoint it's really exciting to me it feels yeah. like oh okay well synchronicity definitely even though i didn't know i was going to be here this was definitely this, this is definitely the, the perfect right. place yeah. to be yeah. so you worked on bruce you produced yeah, many we, of the tracks on yeah. pete's yeah. new record yeah we met a few years back um god it's been a while we, we actually met through uh, a song that was kind of featured in a movie. Well, it wasn't featured in the movie, but Bruce was, it was just prior to me coming to America on the last record. And I had this, these songs together. And then Bruce was the guy, you were, you were kind I of, did this kind of, how would you call it? Gore Verbinski, the guy who, you know, the yeah. great, great director does Pirates, did a bunch of great movies. He usually does like a tribute sort of inspired by album. Mm-hmm. For the movie, it's not a soundtrack. Yeah. None of the songs are in the movie. Yeah, but it's and it's kind of a cool idea that he does. Yeah. And I I had met him, and he asked me to produce this record for him, and it was great. He gave me a list of artists to choose from, and when I was talking to one of the artist manager, I said, "Hey, you got anybody else?" And they introduced me to Pete, and they sent a song, and we got the song on the record, and that's yeah. how we became friends. Cool. That's it. Cool. Very cool. And, and that song was, uh, the, it, I, at that point, I had a section. It was kind of left a bit spacey, and I had my friend from the Black Keys that ended up putting guitar over that particular track on the album version, which was this song called So Long Gone. 
but I kind of, and, and there's this version that's gone on the, the record that Bruce did with everyone, uh, which kind of sounds really, it's kind of all, it's without the guitar on it, and it's, it's a different version, and it's really cool, you know? But, uh, cool. but that's how we came to meet, and then when I came to America, I was looking for someone to work with, and it was kind of through that connection. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to dig into that relationship a little bit more, but now I need, I need to get to, I want to get into my question, that we always start the show yeah. with the host question, and, and mine's... As you usually, my question is pretty. You know, it gets. It's like my. This is my therapy. Yeah. So just, if you're okay with that, guys, just, <laughs> just gonna have a like a little men's group, a little mini men's group here. So you're, you're asking your question. I'm gonna ask my question. Okay. But now, now, there's a thing. There's gonna be this. This show. We didn't know this at the time. There's a lot of we didn't know. But this show is going. To, I think is gonna be poured over a little bit in the history of our show. Yeah. Because this is sort of a, uh, a moment of independence for us. And I could tell that whole story. And I am, there's a part of me that really wants to. Because, you know, once, when a traumatic thing happens to you, you want to just tell the story. Yeah. But I've... You ever watch that episode of, of Seinfeld where George does the opposite? He just decides to do the opposite? I think I remember. Yeah, that. I'm trying to do that. I've, I've gone, you know, I'm just... I'm, you know, through life, you just get to, you realize, oh, even though it's not my fault, the same thing keeps happening to me. So there must be, I'm just getting all these sort of Groundhog Day opportunities to do it a different way. So rather than go into the story right now, who knows? I probably wrote it all. By the time this comes out, I'll probably write it all on the blog and anyone can be reading it as context. And maybe then I'll have a different perspective on it. But there is a weird creative thing that happened in the midst of it. And I think that's what I want to focus on. There's a, we have a lot of songwriters on the show and I, so I, and I, am a songwriter too. I've written hundreds of songs and yeah. put out records and, uh, and I don't pursue it so much, but I talk with a certain amount of authority as a songwriter because I suffer like a songwriter. I All live, right. I live the life it's of a songwriter. Life. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, if you're pursuing it, it's miserable. Yeah. It's, I and sometimes I feel like I come off as arrogant about it because some like I was on a show we had a show recently with some songwriters and they were talking about writer's block and I'm like I've never I don't even know what you're talking about yeah. I've like <laughs> I can't write any other song but the kind of song I write yeah but I can never not write one of those yeah. and but a, a big part of that is because at this point in my life I only write if I absolutely have to. Yeah. Like, there's no one clamoring for an Andras mm. Jones song, so I'm not. I don't feel some market compulsion. There's nothing that I need to do. If someone needed songs, like I said, I have hundreds of songs that I'm happy with that I could yeah. that you haven't heard yet that I wouldn't. I wouldn't have to work at it. All right. Uh, but sometimes, and you probably know this, sometimes something happens to you in your life, and the only way that you know how to deal with it is writing a song. You know, and yeah. that's. Pretty much the only time I sit down to write now is it's like oh. either there's something that I want so bad that I can't, I just need to like sort of make a spell that I got it in music form. Yeah. Or something is so wrong <laughs> that I just need to take control of it in my life in a way like, even if no one ever hears a song, at least for me, I can keep telling the story in a way that it feels powerful as a way, as opposed to feeling hurt or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my process. And so that's going to be... I, I've done this once on the show before. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to use this song that I wrote in the midst of this process as my question. Okay. So if that... And I asked... I, che I checked in before because I didn't want you to feel like I was like trying to... You know, ah, that's cool. 
jump on your show or anything, sure. but well, this is the show. synchronicity. <laughs> well, no, but the, you're the star of the show. This is right. I'm the host of the show. You're the star of the show. Each of your guests is the star of their own segment. But right. in, I guess in this case, I am the star of the segment because it's my indeed, question. Indeed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the song and then we'll use that as the question. I'll sort of, at the end, I'll give you a little tag of how I want to frame that as the question. And then we'll see how your song responses and we'll do a little... You know, mix All up, right. mash up here. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. cool. So if you wouldn't mind, I'm just going to... You want to sit here. I'll right? sit where you are. All right. Yeah, there you go. Let's do that. And then you can stand where I was. All right. You can stay right where you are, Bruce. All right. I was going to go in and make sure it all sounds good. Oh, you know what? Good. Yeah, yeah, actually, that, yeah, that's yeah, probably good. Okay. Thank you for being the audience. For the, you're the first person who's ever heard this song. Maybe, well, I was going to say maybe the only one, but I I forgot I'm recording. There's a comedian in my town who gets angry if you call him a clown, even though it's obviously a synonym for his profession. So let's just call him Sam, the big comedian, with absolutely no sense of humor about the word clown. Chase me down the street outside of Obsidian Shouting and threatening, man, he wasn't kidding And if it happened to you, you'd believe that it was true But since it happened to me, you probably think it didn't did this guy the grave injustice of inviting him to be on my show it didn't go as well as he'd hoped and he blamed me for the whole situation in an angry after show text that led me to mutter under my breath oh i made the clown cry that's why he chased me down the street outside of obsidian that night shouting and threatening Kidding. He was looking for a fight and he called me a clown, you called me a clown, you called me a clown, admit it, you called me a clown, that's what he said as he ran me down. It was fucking hilarious. There's a comedian in my town who gets angry if you call him a clown. He's got absolutely no sense of humor about the word clown. So if you see him clowning around, don't make the mistake of calling him a clown, even under your breath when he's not around. He might chase you down the street outside of Obsidian some night. Shouting and threatening, man, he won't be kidding. He'll be spoiling for a fight and when it happens to you I believe that it's true because it happened to me yeah it happened to me Okay, well, thank you for letting me play that for you. That's good. You have a lot of passion. I've never, that's the first time I've really heard (laughs) someone sing with that much, like, live 
like craziness in the studio, but it was really good. I don't uh, know what to call it. Uh, thank you, thank you. Well, uh, like, it was like you were playing in front of you know twenty thousand people. In my mind, I'm always playing in front of. <laughs> the great thing about having no audience is that the, it's like it's like the Harry Nelson thing. A point in every direction is like the same as no point at all. Yeah, and having no audience is the same as yeah. potentially speaking to the ages. That's right. True. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so that just to, to bring that into how that's my question. Mm-hmm. What I what I'll just say is that because of my process, when I write, it really is like a, a magical undertaking for me. I don't know if I believe that it's actually that, but if you believe that create, setting an intention and putting it into a song, yeah, and putting it out there, that that could have potential ramifications beyond what we understand. Yeah, there's something to that, and I wrote this song. With because of a very small initiating incident, mm-hmm. and then a few days after it, that small initiation initiating incident revealed itself as being the start of something much bigger that has gotten really ugly and gross and and, and gotten all over a lot of just made my life very miserable for the last mm-hmm. couple, for the last two weeks since that happened, and so my question is, as I've been. As I've been having this going on, there's a part of me that has thought, well, is that, is that a sign that I have great, great instincts and I knew this was coming? Mm-hmm. Or did I light the fire? Did I light the fire with that song? And even though, again, it doesn't really make sense in a cause and effect kind of a way, how could I, me writing a song in my room alone and not playing it for anyone about something that I noticed and nobody, that nobody else around me noticed... How could that create that? I don't know, but to me, that's the that's where the question is: is did I am I on the money and I'm doing it all right? And that's just the, this is how it's supposed to be. And that song was just me knowing how it was going to go, or did some way was there some part of the trickster in me that set this fire that burned me and a bunch of other things up by writing the song by noticing it? And now maybe both. Maybe a little of both. Well, let's see what your song has to <laughs> let's see what your song has to say about it. So now to engage the pop oracle and answer that question, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 we love you. Song number eight. Absolute oh my zero. <laughs> There's one to start with. This one I'm going to do on my own. Okay. And I've actually, this is, a, this is a song that I sang with one of the guests tonight, actually, in this Capital session that I did uh, that's going to come out later. And you'll find out who the guest was later on when we talk about it. She did a, an incredible version of it. And, uh, and I, uh, I, th- I believe it's going to be kind of like the bonus track on this record and part of the film. But... Um, I toyed with whether I should do it or not because it's kind of a big number, but I'm going to do my best. Went down to the end in the rain I was looking for shelter I was wasted and ruined when nowhere that I could call home I'm alone So I listen 
Absolute zero. Did that answer your question? The answer there's uh, there's definitely. I'm well, sure. I have some. Like... Well, I have some ideas, but uh, that was the answer to my question about yeah. my song. And did it? Uh, is it a case of being? I guess it's really quite case. Really, am I asking what a lot of people ask? What all you can boil a lot of the questions on is the show down to? Something destined or something preordained or something. Or, something. Am like I that. right or am I wrong? Like, am I on the am I on the right track or am I on the absolute wrong track? Because when you're in the middle of it, you just don't know. Like that, yeah. you just don't know. Uh, and the, a lot of times, the signs and the synchronicities can be pointing either way. You just and, and that's well, I have some, I, that's where my interpretation comes from. But first, I want to hear about where the background of that song is. Can you tell us just a little it's bit? Kind of a little bit like that, I guess. I mean, it's kind of there's some of it through certain experience, I guess. Like lyrically, I, I guess the title uh, kind of depicts someone who's feeling not so good about himself, uh, being an absolute zero. But 
Um, I guess it just talks about uh, being a little lost and being on your way somewhere, like you say, and then who who's to tell? I guess you're the only person that can tell if you're on the right path or not, and it depends what that path is and depends what you're seeking, I guess. But the thing is... Um, I don't. I, I, my answer. I don't know if I'd have an exact answer, but I think we can only speak for ourselves. But I think there's not really much of a wrong or right answer because if you experience and learn from something, then how could it be wrong? You've kind of learned from it, and you're you're gonna not do that again. And you're kind of on your way to somewhere. But I think I think we're kind of already arrived in a way. I don't think we really need to get too far from where we are and I think that's a whole illusion <laughs> well <laughs> personally I, I, I guess there's I mean I guess there's the there's something there well I have a couple of ideas one is well absolute zero is definitely a perspective right if it yeah if absolute zero is happening to you it feels like shit but if I'm looking at someone, I'm looking at absolute zero I'm like wow you're in a place of total creation like yeah. you're there's so there's there's a blast zone in your life that now there's all this other stuff that come in that can yeah. come in. But if you're in the middle of that blast zone, you don't feel like that. You just feel like everything that I knew yeah. or everything that I was counting on, all the things that I enjoyed are and it could be the end of a relationship, whatever the reason is that puts you there. It could be a death yeah. in your life, it could be whatever. And it's easy from a sort of mathematical standpoint, to look at it and say, well, zero is the absence of stuff. So now you can fill it's that right. with stuff. But if you feel like I got nothing in my pocket, yeah. you don't feel like I have cre- I have great potential in my pocket. You just feel like I can't buy a burger. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> so I think there. I yeah. think that there. I think there's that, and I think well, there's uh, an injustice. I think the song is t- talking about a lot of injustice, and I think that's it. I mean, you, you could you could get on all sorts of p- levels about that song in a kind of Mm-hmm. Political way, maybe, but I, I don't. I, I never saw myself as that kind of writer. I might kind of border a little bit on something political, but I, I guess it comes from somewhere a bit more visceral and somewhere within. And it's like, you know, I, I, I wonder sometimes because I'm just making a film about a single of this very kind of topic as well, which will be another song I'll play later. But it's, uh, you know, you, you kind of we're we're so used to looking at the film star or the or the billionaire or the millionaire or the musician with the mansion in the hills and thinking that that's the, the you know that's what we have to attain to kind of like be be contented you know and it's um or this idea of like once we have that you know uh, we're going to be all right you right. know and our insecurities are going to go away and it's like i think that i really think that's a big illusion i, I sometimes wonder if the if the person that's you know it, you, of course i i very much sympathize and have a a big empathy when I go to places and see homeless and and what they're going through and all of that kind of stuff. But I think the place, if there is a place to get to, uh, and this isn't even an, anything to do with politics, I think it's a, it's a humble place because I think the more humble you grow, and I, I find that the most impressive thing. You know, I mean, that's why I, I guess I work with Bruce. So I was kind of like, I I really love, I, I find it really impressive when I see someone with very little self-importance and very little ego and they're just doing their thing, that really kind of speaks to me as someone that I'm going to do something with, you know. That's all. See, I, 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 maybe that's just it. You you have better taste. Well, now we're just getting into like comparison because I was like, well, you just have better taste in people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like, see, you know, if I, I like big, li- big loud, shiny people and 
you know, big, loud, shiny shirts, well, fancy you, hats. I, I mean, sunglasses. here I am. I love, I love the Firefly people. The, yeah. you know, and I, and you know, and. No, I love that too. We can I, be mercurial. I, I love, and, I love that yeah. too. Can't, Nothing against the, I, 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 you know. I love that on the outside. I just am vibrating at the same level. Yeah, so. I, I love that on the outside, and I, and I, I'm very much, you know, I mean, I, I love, I love things that have gone on in in the music industry in Hollywood, and I love everyone with all kinds of talents. Yeah, you, do, the people you brought to, you just, that's so funny. I, I like humble people, but everyone I brought is beautiful yeah. and talented and super cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, it's like, I just, there's a difference between someone being talented, I think. And someone being in this idea of importance. Oh yeah, you know? I get it. Yeah, it's like sure. I I I have a lot of friends that I admire for what they do, but the whole idea of someone being more important than someone else because they're talented or famous, I don't buy into that. I don't want to either. Well, I don't buy into it either. But we have someone who's very talented and famous who we have to get to, who's going to be the next <laughs> guest. So we need to get our yeah, she's not pretty, she's pretty important, not important famous <laughs> asses out of the way. Make room for yeah. her. So you just you if you uh, if you are looking at the cover of this, you know who it is, and you yeah. just stay tuned for our next session on Radio Eight. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.